0: Welcome to Story Chats at Inspee Romance. I'm Elizabeth
1: Madry, and I'm here with my two and a half ghost. I'm Norelle Atkins, and I'm a complete whole person.
2: <laughs> I'm Valerie Comer, and I am a complete whole person too. And Cooney
1: this is, is, a beautiful. Complete,
2: is a whole complete feline yeah. with a little bit of catitude today. <laughs>
0: She only sticks around for like half the episode. So she, you know, well,
2: not even. Usually she's gone in five minutes, and today it might be like three seconds.
0: Yeah, if she's
1: already slapping you on the face. Yeah. she's already. <laughs> <ready> <laughs> go. She's
2: like,
1: but she usually turns up. Like it's very unusual for her not to turn up. Yes.
2: Sometimes she's just like, no, I don't actually care about you and your people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. today like, we are not actually talking about Cooney, but we could. <laughs> we are it's like,
2: well, head. in that case, I'm out of here. <laughs> I <am there>. Literally.
0: <laughs> we, are, we are talking about CCR with heroes and heroines who are police officers. So um usually when we have an occupation-based episode, we discuss a little bit uh, what it means to you to say the hero or heroine is that occupation. So in this case, a police officer, what are you looking for in the story when one of the characters has this job,
1: Narelle? Um, I think what I'm looking for in a CCR is different to a romantic suspense for starters but we can talk a bit more about that later Mm -hmm. but in a CCR I just probably like to see them wearing a uniform at some point in time if they are a uniformed police officer Mm -hmm. because I think that's important and doing some kind of police work that connects preferably it connects into the story that they couldn't just be uh, I mean, if you could substitute them and they could just be a janitor, for example, then it probably doesn't count with this type of occupation. So I'd like to see them at least doing something connected to the job in the story. Okay. I agree. I think there's a place for um, stories where the, the character's
2: job isn't super important. Um Like that isn't always sometimes it's their volunteer work or or what they're doing at the church or whatever that that winds up being important but if we're going to call it a police officer's story like in quotes then Mm -hmm. then uh, he or she needs to be seen on the job in some way and it needs to somehow interact with the other character and
0: um and matter it just needs to matter i tend to agree um I do think it is, and it sort of leads us into our next question, I think it's trickier with um, a police officer in particular um, because that does lend like to the romantic suspense aspect of things. So it is a little trickier to do that when you are wanting to keep your focus on not being suspense, but just being CCR. So um, mm-hmm. so I, I'm probably a little more lenient <laughs> with it. Uh, you know, because it's it's not necessarily super exciting to see people giving out speeding tickets, for example. Although um, that could be oh, I better. Better scrap that one book I was going to talk about. It's a then. good
1: meet Oh <laughs> well, I've got to prove that statement wrong with my first book. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So there we go.
0: Next. There we go. All right, she yeah. disagrees. <laughs> um, did you have trouble finding non CCR? police officer books I, I struggled a little but I managed you mean non non-suspense non, yes I did mean non-suspense okay. non um, I
2: did notice that there was um, small town sheriffs seemed to be yeah. the, the go-to for mm-hmm. non-suspense I guess the pace of life as we small town. all yeah. know if we read romance the pace of life in small town is easier and more casual, and there's less likely to be big danger. So um, I think it would be harder to find, maybe not impossible, but harder to find um, non-suspenseful police officer romance novels set in a big
1: city than in a small town or rural area. Okay, Narelle? Um, I did not have trouble with this one (laughs) at all. And I probably could have, Added more, and my third one, I'd planned if we get to have time talk about third, I'd planned to reread, but ran out of time. But I also could have found more, so I don't know. Maybe I'm drawn to police officer characters in CCR, but and not all of them are in the small town either. Although I do think the sheriff, I do really like the sheriff hero in small yeah. towns. Like I will pick up a book with that trope in it for sure. Cool.
2: No. I'm curious if we got any um, female police officer Ooh. romances uh as it occurs to me I actually don't so yeah I don't well.
1: well I, I do
2: don't... oh yeah okay. good. <laughs>
1: make sure you make if I have to... on them. and I thought you'd have this one and this is one I thought oh no I don't need to reread this book because mm-hmm. Valerie will have it on her list and I'm like and I'll oh, probably go ah oh, of course that. yes one. <laughs> yes you will you okay. will oh the suspense <laughs> is killing me right I know <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, who's first? Who's going first? Narelle. Narelle, with first? that one, no, I'm going to go first.
1: So, I'm talk. I'm going to talk about. This is the first one that came to mind. Is okay. Meredith Resky's organized backup? Now, I happen to have covers with me. How exciting! Oh, look Paperbacks. At you. So, this is organized backup which I have talked about before in episode 13 in International Settings and episode 70 in Mum's Side Characters, which is a Mother's Day, because this is the Luella Linley Licence to Medal series. I'm just going to quickly show you book two, because last... Mm -hmm. In October, I was at the Omega Writers Conference in Australia. That's our big Christian writing conference. And in Want of a Wife won the Caleb Adult Fiction Award.
0: A romance
1: beat out the non-romance books as well. So I was so thrilled for Meredith because this is my favourite one out of the three books to see her um, win the Caleb Award. I completely... Is that the yep. one tradies? Which one is that one? No, not no, oh. the tradie cover, especially for you guys. Oh, yeah. That's the tradie cover. And that's the third book. Okay.
0: Which is the... That's um, the arranged marriage one.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, It's the nurse and the lawyer. Okay. is the one that... Yes. That's my favorite. I like the second one the best. I don't know why. It's my I favorite. I think I like the first one the police officer
0: the best it's so cute and and speeding ticket does play into as soon as i yes. started to say that i was like well yes but that so, is a fantastic meet cute. yeah there a is one.
1: our police officer on the cover so with this one cam <laughs> is the police officer and you know what he's in adelaide so but he's sort of on patrol in the suburbs sort of not sort of a high octane type job and um chloe is it chloe this no chloe's the second one it is <laughs> megan So there's Chloe, Megan, and then the brothers in the third book. So Megan in this one works for a really awful sleazy boss. So she's in this small business. She does the office work and he is just disgusting. Like he's awful. And she has a mortgage and she really needs this job. She can't afford to leave because the money's good. And so her mother has been Luella Lindley who writes Regency romance novels and wants to meddle and interfere and get all her children married off. She's listening to Megan and she's like, how can I help Megan? Because she's in this awful situation with this horrible boss who yeah etc etc so her mother's heart is sort of saying what can I possibly do to help Megan and so Luella happens to get caught speeding interestingly enough and instead of getting upset that she's getting a fine she meets the young um, police officer that pulls her over and convinces him to catch up with her later because she's pinged him as I'm going to matchmake him with my daughter (laughs) because if my daughter went out with a police officer and the boss the sleazy boss knew about this then he would have to stop and behave himself. And so it's a fake relationship premise with that. And it is hilarious. It is. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, And I'll let, I'll let Beth add on more because I know she likes this one.
0: <laughs> I didn't have it on my list, but I really did. You talked about it enough that I finally just had to read the series um, and it is just so fun. And like laugh out loud. I don't laugh out loud when I'm reading frequently. Um, Like even even most that are meant to be rom-coms funny. I tend not to laugh out loud when I'm reading them, but this one had several truly laugh out loud moments. And then if you like to travel internationally, for, you know, if you're not in Australia, um, it was, I always love that as well, you know, to see another little piece of, of life and, and see what that would be like. Um, and Australia is not, you know, scary and strange. It's very similar, but still it's different enough that it, it adds a little extra flavor to it. So, um, super fun.
1: Yeah. Yep, so it's set in Adelaide in South Australia, which probably isn't as common a setting most people probably think of Sydney and Melbourne or the Great Barrier Reef or Queensland when they think about Australia. So that's a different it's one of our smaller cities in the center of the country effectively. If you go to south and go right to the middle that you're in Adelaide. Yes. And if he wasn't a police officer the story wouldn't have worked. So that's where it ticks my box, because that that was what drew Luella to ping him as the one that she was going to matchmake because his job was going to help Megan.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for
1: sure.
2: Valerie, what you got? Well, while we're on the topic of um, speeding tickets, (laughs) I'm going to to rearrange the order. I have my books. All right. Um, So this is an Emma Saint Clair, and it is Sandover Beach Christmas. I read a couple of years ago, um, but it was popped straight into my mind and I reread the opening and thought, well, actually I kind of got sucked back into reading it. Um, Ripley is an event organizer, planner, and she has invented a fake boyfriend to get her parents off her back. Um, and they, they, they don't live nearby, but her mom is always like trying to set her up. You know, when you come home, we, you can meet this guy. And she's like, so finally she's like, I have a boyfriend. But she plans on fake breaking up with her fake boyfriend before her parents ever show up. <laughs> right. So it's, it's just it's just to get them off her back for a while. So she is um, she has her overbearing mother on the phone while she's driving to Sandover Island to uh, to do this wedding thing. Um, and she gets stopped for speeding by cash, a police officer. And she's digging around, looking for her registration, like blah, 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 and her mother is still talking to her. So he reaches in, picks up the phone, and answers it. And mom is like, you're the boyfriend! <laughs> so mom invites him for Christmas dinner, and, and her, Ripley finally gets her mother off the phone, and she... Apologizes to the the cop. She's like, I'm so sorry. I've invented this fake guy for my mother. You didn't have to play along with it. Now she now she thinks you're real. I mean, she did think you were real. And I don't know how I'm gonna get out of this. And he's just horrified that she would lie to her mother. So he he agrees to go to Christmas dinner. And then he decides that he is, in fact, not going to be fake broken up with. Well, hello, kitty oh Isn't this is Miss else? Daisy
1: she's got see. she's actually woken up and she's actually here this is special guest oh very Kunis, nice. Cooney's so. old yeah.
2: hat beautiful glaring. she has hat her really white glare.
1: socks and white belly oh. and she's very very upset with me <laughs> <laughs> but we are oh, we digress we'll go back to talking about books,
2: sorry but. sorry yeah. <laughs> no that's that's what I had to say about um, Sandover Beach Christmas uh it was it's, so it's not the first book in the series I can't remember what number it is um, but um, it was quite an opening scene and I was just like you could just see her like ah my mother and I've been speeding and oh no and where's my registration where's my driver's license and she puts the phone down and she's digging for all this stuff and he just she hears this voice and he just picks it up which I mean you wouldn't ever do right but it's it's a story. <laughs>
1: So have fun I, I have been pulled over twice without a driver's license in my possession oh my goodness twice. not just and it's because I'd been going to the gym and I just hadn't thought to put my driver's license in my gym bag and then another time I was um that was once and then another time I just ducked out to get my daughter pick her up from um when she'd been doing like a pre-kinder program she was only about three or four and I just I just plain forgot to take it with me so twice I had to talk my way out of getting in a lot of trouble um, pardon for driving I'm actually getting better at not doing this (laughs) good
0: good really
1: struggled to find it
0: if you're uh, law enforcement in anywhere near Canberra, maybe be on the lookout for neural. Apparently,
2: <laughs> I was thinking,
0: yeah,
2: but I mean, she's, but well. she's married. This is yeah, not a romance setup.
1: A dude, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but I can go away on holidays and leave my credit card at home because I use my phone. And why would I need a a physical credit card? Oops, I have to pay for something, and I don't have remember the numbers. <laughs>
0: That's the problem. Oh
1: I had. I, it's okay. I had another credit card, but yeah, no. Absent-mindedness. Can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're talking world. police
2: officers in real, in fiction.
0: <laughs> sorry, remember sorry. my turn. <laughs> so, um my first one is the gift by Anne, and I'm going to say it the way I think it should be pronounced, and it may be wrong. Um, Peralt, P-E-R-R-E-A-U-L-T. Probably parole. Okay probably depends French. on how how French your French influence is <laughs> okay
2: we've got the name no?
0: yeah um so this is um it was a surprisingly long book <laughs> so okay. if you're looking longer meatier read um you know if because sometimes like you're in the mood for a book that's gonna span a lot of time in the story world and there is a lot of time in like that passes in the story world um so dakota works as a, a pizza manager of a pizza place um and they in boston they're in boston and um it was supposed to be a job during college you know make a little extra money while you're in college uh, she's got a weird relationship with her family. Uh, she feels sort of abandoned by God. You know, she's in this this sort of weird place. Um, and uh, Shane Donovan is a police officer uh, who ends up helping her out of a bad situation. She walks home at night after closing up the pizza shop, and she decides to take a shortcut, which you know. You shouldn't do as a young woman walking alone through the streets uh in a bad part of town shockingly you should not do that so um but shane is on patrol with his uh rookie partner and they intervene and they give her a lift home um so that because she was just going to keep walking and they're like no <laughs> get in the car um, and so then they keep sort of bumping into each other as he's either, you know, doing official police things or like taking a lunch and they happen to be at the police uh, pizza place, et cetera. Um it it wouldn't really have worked if he was not a cop. Um, especially because the fact that he is a cop um is why he is at odds with his very wealthy family who expected him to come be part of the family business. Hmm. Um and so uh it's it's really good. It has a very very strong faith element, faith thread, good spiritual progression in both of the characters. Um, and and his job really super necessary to, um, to the story. It read a little bit like a debut. I really thought that it was her debut novel. It is not. Um. But it's
1: it's still it's still quite good.
0: Okay. Um, yeah.
1: So Norel, what's your phone? um the second one I'm gonna talk about, and I'll be fast with this one because I have <laughs> talked about it before, is Finding Peace by Melanie D. Snicker. So if you go to recent reads, episode 84, you can hear. In, in great detail more about this book <laughs> let me so just start off my list oh <laughs> I like it makes it easy you can add you can add to the end of this because I'm going to talk very quickly about it so <laughs> Laurie's a struggling photographer um, Tuck is the policeman and what I liked about this one in terms of ticking the boxes is that she has her car broken into Tuck's the, the man on the spot he's the one that gets called out for the job to help her Then her studio gets broken into, her photography studio, and he's the one that does the call out. And his nephew, I believe, yep, has Gideon is on the autism spectrum and she specialises in photographing special needs, kids and families. And so he basically employs her to do some photography for the family as a gift. So that's sort of the premise of the story. And Valerie can add what she'd like to add.
2: Yeah, that pretty much covers it (laughs) um, in that... Here you've got a a young lady whose family has money and she's decided not to bank on her family's money. And so she's living in probably not the best part of town with her photography studio and where she lives. So Tuck is kind of after her about that as well, like that she's just not living in a really safe place. But Yeah. um, yeah, it's been a while since I've read this one. It's been several years, but I do remember. Uh, and when i was thinking what what have i read the police officers i was like oh i've read that one yeah so um yeah. it it just was memorable enough that it definitely uh, came back to mind right away cool. yeah i enjoyed it All
0: right, what's your next your next next one valerie the <laughs>
2: next next one since you're sharing one <laughs> since for sharing um her mountain refuge by laurel blount uh, it's a love inspired um I really enjoy Laurel's books, actually. She might be one of the very few love-inspired authors where I think I've read everything. Except now she's writing some Amish, and I haven't read that. So, go Mm -hmm. figure. Um, So, there is Charlotte. She is a pregnant widow. Mm -hmm. She's a wedding dress designer, and she's desperate to get away from her domineering mother-in-law. This baby that Charlotte is carrying is all her mother-in-law has left. So, she's just like, just obnoxiously rude actually Um, so charlotte passes out as she's fitting a bridezilla like minutes before this woman walks down the aisle it's not a good time to pass out Uh, she's doing last minute alterations so then we have the hero who is small town sheriff Um, Logan, he was a foster kid, and the the series of Laurels follows these foster kids who had been taken in by his foster mom, who is kind of a meddler, uh, but not on the kind of level of Charlotte's mother-in-law. She sees a video making the rounds on YouTube of Charlotte's collapse. Now, Charlotte and Logan had known each other in school, but... um, But they drifted apart. She was moneyed. He was not. He was a foster kid. But he, he, she had a ring of her own mother's that she, that he had noticed she always wore when she was troubled. And um, so he sees that ring in the video and he's like, Charlotte needs me. So he drives to Atlanta in the middle of the night.
0: Oh my goodness.
2: And, and finds her mother-in-law in in the room like bullying her totally bullying her and he pulls the police officer card and says not on my watch but he but she is too out of it to really like speak her own words on it anyways it it turns out that she sends him the message that yes she does want to be protected from this woman and so he takes her back to his foster mother For her to look after him. I mean, this—the kind of drama that happens—doesn't it sound love inspired? It does, but it 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 does have have those things, those elements that seem there. Um, But, um, but I enjoyed it. And being a police officer in this small town is really important to Logan because of uh, because of his own father and how um, who had relinquished him into foster care several times. And who is a major loser, so um, there isn't a there is some su- low level suspense in it when his father shows back up and stuff, but it it is mostly just the the love story between Charlotte and Logan and ha- and this second chance um, that they get after knowing each other many years ago
0: in high school.
2: Because that's that's what you do.
0: I'm gonna have to read that. That sounds really good. Yeah. Cool. That sounds really, really fun.
2: It uh, it made me go back and read the first book in the series, and I have the third book on pre-order. You
0: don't reread cool.
2: very often.
0: I don't reread very often. No. That's so significant. You, you re- yeah, you reread the first book in the series, or you hadn't read it yet?
2: Um, I Oh, sorry. I went back and read it because oh, wow. I, you know, the love-inspired books don't tend to go this author has this series and this is the second book in it and i'm just like okay well the sister is married yes and this seems like it might be important and so (laughs) when i dug back in her amazon author page i was like uh uh-huh. book looks like it was the previous no. one released okay. and I looked it up and the names in it but, but it, they don't make it easy for you to no.
0: trace um okay
2: I thought you were
0: saying you had reread the first one yeah. and I was I like wow this, is, this is red letter <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be so very good all right. So my next one is Lawfully Adored by Jenna Brandt. Um, she has the the series, as you might suspect from the title, Lawfully, they're all lawfully something. Um, okay. they are all law enforcement officers. Yeah. Um, surprise. And uh in this, this is the first one in the series. It's a long series. Um it's like 14 or something oh in there. wow it, it's, yeah it's not all hers it's not I, a multi-author I feel like this one is all hers she has some I know she does with some other people who write in the same sort of like the Chapel Cove but um right. but I I don't know I think it's all hers if I recall but I could be wrong <laughs> this book is hers <laughs> and it is book one in the series And um, Aiden is a canine officer. And he uh, is just done with God, because his parents died in college. And he was he was like, if God was really a loving God, you know, this wouldn't have happened to me kind of, you know, where we've, we've all been there to some degree at some point, right. So Um, and Lindsay is a social worker and, uh, she has a really strong faith that helps her to do her job, but she's absolutely not dating because she just got dumped by a long-term boyfriend, uh, because it turns out that, uh, she has endometriosis and the doctor says it's very unlikely that you'll ever be able to have children. And, uh, so her, I believe they were engaged, maybe even, um when he dumped her he made it very clear in her mind that no man would ever want her because she was useless and broken because she would not be able to have children so she's sort of written it all off and she's going to take joy in these kids that she helps through her job as a social worker um a winner yeah Hmm. yeah it's like you're well rid of him girl just there yeah you're (laughs) you're well well rid of him um so i uh I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, Obviously her work as a social worker, you know, factors in with the, with Aiden's work as a police officer. Um, There's a a definite faith thread. Uh, There was a little bit of Aiden coming back to church because of Lindsay, as opposed to, to, because he wanted to get right with God that I, but, but then, you know, that moved on. So it wasn't so much that I was like, you're there for the wrong reasons, Buster. Um, but, but, you know, at first it was, you know, sort of, Oh, well, I want to see her again. So I guess I'll go to church kind of thing. I think think that happens in real life. And hopefully,
2: Mm -hmm. hopefully it does also happen that the person who is
0: there for the wrong reason, um, Finds the right reason. Right. right. I mean, yeah. because for real, like God, God's going to knock on your heart. And if you're in church, then you're just giving him more opportunities to do yeah. it. So um, it's, it's all good. God doesn't care why you walk through the door, just come through the door. So yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it, um, he couldn't have been anything else and she couldn't have been anything else. And it just was a really, it was a really fun story. Um, it exceeded my expectations, um, cool. which, I love when that yeah, happened. I do too, yeah. yeah, it was, it was really enjoyable, and again, I liked the fact that his job was so necessary, because I figured that I'd end up with all these police officers, who just, like, they could have been bakers, and no one would care, but so far, that has, that was not the case, so, <laughs> For you, and if we go sort of fast to do one more, Yes, want I, have one no, I, want, I want to hear
2: Norell's female police officer. Yes. I don't have to have not, another one. You,
1: you haven't worked it out? Okay. I, so I have a suspicion. To, <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about Elizabeth Marjorie yeah. and we're going to talk about the Baxter Family Bakery. Uh, of course. And Arcadia <laughs> Valley. And Valerie, Who? who's our female police officer? Do you remember her name?
2: Ha, huh. pop quiz. Um, I, <laughs> I can see her face the
0: herald
1: <laughs> and when i thought about these books it was cam in Meredith's book that came up tuck in this one in um melanie's book and it was gloria and so that's the fourth book that she's in donuts and daydreams although she does appear in earlier books she turns up at the bakery and she has a regular time she comes in and the hero is jonah and so gloria has a big secret and I'm not going to talk about what that is because that would completely spoil the book and that the setup is that um, Jonah has been very interested in her this is over a few years by memory it's a while since I've read it and she keeps saying no 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 I can't date you so he moves on because she really struggles with him moving on and it's unpacking how her past impacts the present is what the book's about and I had meant to reread all these books but I ran out of time because I was going to go back to the beginning and work through the Arcadia Valley but if I had have had more time it would have been done but anyway we have a female police officer in Gloria, and she's amazing.
2: You are absolutely correct and I um, I'm embarrassed that I didn't think, <laughs> See, I didn't even I... Even think about the, the sexism in what I had chosen or what's in Readily available until we were already recording, and then I'm like, wait a minute,
0: I all I've got skies. I didn't, I didn't think. Well, I mean, I thought about her, but I didn't include her because I think you could make a case that she could have had a different job, and it would have been fine. um Like, I, I mean, yeah,
2: you know, Mm -hmm. she
1: there's
0: some she does some policey things besides go to the bakery
1: and eat donuts, right? Yes. (laughs) But isn't that the stereotype? Like, I mean, yes, I maybe that's, that's from yeah, that's reading that. no, like it the Jenny Ivanovich, sort of the Stephanie Plum books. They yeah. were always, what's the police officer well, guy, was yeah. was always eating donuts. So I just associated American policemen eat donuts.
0: And I mean, you've got, you've got <laughs> Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bengals, a song from the 80s, you know, yep. pops at the donut shop. Yep. Well. You're gonna so, yeah, you're going to find that stereotype yeah,
2: in Canada as well. Um, Tim, it's right? the, the Tim Hortons <laughs> is, is the hangout for yep. the, the police officers. Yeah, yeah with the coffee shop and donuts. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. hitting the poor guy who's gluten intolerant or trying to cut sugar, right? Right. Guys. Yeah, he, I said it again. Yeah. The police I- officer.
1: <laughs> Donuts and Daydreams is great, so go read all of the Baxter Family Bakery books, and yes, then go and too. find Valerie's books in the Arcadia Valley series as well. While you're at it. <laughs> Jonah Jonah does move on with
0: Kenya, who mm-hmm. is Valerie's character. Yeah, yeah, oh, great. Right. Breaks, breaks her little heart. He did. Uh, that was
2: who he, uh, he was trying to move on with when he Gloria mm-hmm. turned him down. Was my character. So yeah, there's there's some history there. There is. It was fun. Yes, was a lot of fun mingling those series together. Yeah. Yep.
0: All right, Valerie. I don't no more. piece by Melanie Snicker was my third. Okay. All right. So all I'm done. All right. Well I'll just make a glancing blow mention. Uh we talk about it, I talk about it a lot. Um Lee Tobin McLean's mm-hmm. cottage at the beach is the first yeah. book. Um the they're all law enforcement with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> And um, not explicitly Christian, definitely more sweet, but um, I, I always say this, faith faith gets worked in there, Lee sneaks it in, so, um, and I just, I really enjoy, I enjoy those books, I would reread those books.
2: I think some of her older indie books um, have yeah if I remember right but boy it's been a while
0: I feel like her sacred bond series probably, yes. probably does but those trend a little more suspensey. so that's why I didn't go digging
1: yeah there. yeah I would agree with that that's because I was yeah. thinking of sacred bonds but then yeah. it does depending on the book you pick up yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah cool well uh if you have a police officer hero or heroine that we missed and I'm sure you may uh, we would love to know who they are <laughs> Pardon me leave us a comment on the YouTube page or on our Facebook page YouTube page I sound like I'm 90 are you channel <laughs> it's over there on the internet okay. <laughs> The, on the yes. world wide web know, that thing right? that plays videos right, that internet <laughs> thing that's um, a comment and um we well if you're over there on youtube hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an episode and we will look forward to hearing from you and for seeing you next week in the meantime don't forget to fall in love with a good book <laughs> good night
2: bye goodbye everyone